Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zykeia McCoy. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or in your everyday decision making. I'm going to go ahead and kick us off with our positivity poem for the month. Let's spring into the readiness of growth. Grab hold of your ability to persevere and build bonds. Place the seeds of positive thought and fry up some tasty creativity to feed and nurture souls. It is Talk About It Tuesday. That means we'll be joined by our lovely co-host and family member, Kimberly Biggs, when we come back. Hey, Cooking with Positivity family. Hump Day is almost here, and I want you to make sure you join us on Wednesday for some riveting host chat, maybe an interview, and some movie talk right here on Cooking with Positivity. Are you a diva who does not have time to stop at your favorite boutique or go shopping at the mall and you need everything that's accessible to your doorstep? Be sure to stop by Living Diva Style on Facebook and grab all the essentials that a diva on the go will need. Now, we have going through the pandemic of the coronavirus. So we thought it would be fitting to do some corona facts as well as break down some myths about the coronavirus. And Kim, you can speak to this because you work at the health department and you get a lot of this information firsthand. Now, one of the myths or <laughs> craziest things I've heard about the coronavirus is that black people can't get it. Now, Kim, can you speak to this? Have you heard this rumor, this supposedly fact about the coronavirus and that African Americans are not affected? And then I said that is the most ignorant thing I have ever heard. Right. <laughs> and it's in it, but it's out there though. It is everywhere. I've I've seen that on multiple websites. But ignorant. And it, it is very ignorant because they just said it just Alba was just reported to have the coronavirus. And he is in fact a black person. Then they put out stories to dispute that, saying that, well, it's just Albert's from the UK, so it's a different kind of black. <laughs> it's a different kind of black. Okay, that's ignorant too. Let me, how is it a different kind of black? Because he's from the UK. I don't know. I didn't put this out. I'm just, I'm just giving, giving y'all what I've seen. And it's been reported. Well, yeah, it's a different kind of black also. They like if everybody who is African American or black are different. Right. 
who I don't know. Who, uh, <laughs> I'm speechless because that is the ignorant thing I have ever heard in my life. Ignorant. Just ignorant. Now, there is um, there is some truth that's out there. One is if you have been quarantined, you will not be, you will not put others at risk. So if you have been quarantined and treated for the coronavirus, you cannot put others at risk. They're stating that you can't get it again. It's not like a cold or a flu. It's supposedly once you treat it. I want to wait and see because because it's so new. How can they say you cannot get it again? I don't, I don't, so that right there, uh, that's what they can be saying, but I'm not too sure. Well, I got, I got these facts from us, the CDC themselves. Okay, so how is the CDC getting their facts? CDC is not telling the whole truth and... Oh, definitely uh, not. No, I definitely believe, I definitely believe that they're not giving us all Okay, so the, so the cases that they have had, the cases that they have treated, you telling me that, I mean, I, I heard a little bit about that, too. They said that you get it, then your immune system is, um, can fight it off and you won't have it again. But this is so new that they don't even know how to really treat it. So how can, since you can't treat something, how you know you're not going to get it again? All right. And see, that that's where, where I do skeptic, right? Because we've heard about all of the cases where, a large number of people are dying from the coronavirus. But yeah. he's saying that they're elderly people, 60 and up, and those who have uh, preconditions, such as diabetes or lung or heart disease, they're saying that those are the people that are dying from coronavirus, not babies and not children and not, you know, young adults with a strong immune system. But for me, I need to see more stories and I need to see more proof of those who are surviving, who have received this treatment and who is surviving. Because I've only seen a couple of cases where, you know, they've been quarantined. Right. So from all, especially where I work at, um, you can't really treat it. It, it, unless it's to that point where you have to be hospitalized. That's why they quarantine. Drink a lot of water, drink your fluids, treat it like a cold, have a fever, take some fever medicine, the body in the eight. So, um, that's why they quarantine you. But a lot of the, you know, I don't, I don't know why they specifically say just the elderly, because it's a lot of teenagers, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50 people, you all, who has a low immune system because they have some kind of medical condition. And that that's another thing. They want to make it clear. They're not saying that, you know, 20-year-olds can't get it and, you know, die from it. They're saying that if you have an immune deficiency, like I said, like diabetes or, you know, severe asthma or things like that, if you have something going on within your body that makes your immune system weak, there is a strong possibility that you can be amongst the elderly who can get coronavirus and not survive. Okay, so we will wait and see because I don't believe that they're telling out the, the whole numbers and all about the numbers. Um, and number one, 
we really don't know how long that the coronavirus was in China before they had even talked about it. They said it was in China um, early 2019, but it didn't. It nobody really talked about it because it didn't come over. You know, it didn't come over here. It didn't expect America. Okay, where did scars come from? You said where did I'm sorry. The scars. Where did the scars? When scars, when we had the epidemic of scars, where did that originate from? That's what the China could tell us that, and we put to go with what China tell us? No. It's going to be going on for a while before China can say, well, they didn't just give us any number or any month, period. Well, so, do I believe what China's saying? No. Well, no. see, this, okay, because this is a man-made virus. So, what they did was do an investigation and go back as far as his scientific research and his scientific, you know, uh, logs created. And they said that they went as far back as early 2019. Okay. You talk about the doctor that um that they jailed and then he passed away. Yep, or, the one who created the one who created the coronavirus. Right. Okay. So how long has has he been working on it? And how long did my thing is maybe it got out of hand, so he had to talk about it. But we don't know how long he was working on it before he got out of hand. Now, China, you know. It has no obligation to tell us anything because of this. We don't know how long it was going on in China before it got so much out of hand that he had to say something. It could have been, oh, it's just a flu. And people were dying when they realized it got out of hand. Now he has to talk about it. So we really don't know. I'm not going to go with China numbers early 20, 2019. No, I'm not going to do that. Well, that, that, I'm just saying what they what they reported is that's how far his logs go. Like, he probably started working on it. And that's what I said. So, and where did the scars epidemic start from? Uh, they're not gonna tell us a whole lot because they don't want to want the it's the whole global to um go paranoid. But I'm already paranoid.
And now I have to sit and explain, you know, there's something going on in the world right now where you can't really go back to school just yet. And that conversation did not bode well with Zaya because she loves school. She threw a she threw a mini fit. But I had to explain to her, it's for your health. But then they're reporting that, you know, kids are not affected. If they don't if they don't have, you know, heart disease or anything, kids are not affected. But they have shut down. So this raises eyebrows and questions and concerns. Well, I don't think that is true because how are they going to say kids is not affected until last week when the student in Hanover County came up positive for a coronavirus? That's when they decided to shut down the schools. So we already know that's a lie. And that this is this is what we're we're trying to figure out. We're trying to figure out what is actually facts, and we're trying to get the proper information because we don't want anybody running around spewing that oh black people can't get it. Old, pregnant women are not affected. Things of this nature. Pregnant women are affected, and it was, it was on the news today that a pregnant woman was affected, and not only was a pregnant woman affected, she delivered her baby, and her baby had, had also had the coronavirus. So that is, I don't know who putting this stuff out, but I please would say take a fact, which is hard to check because we really don't know too much about it. They're not going to tell us everything. They're not going to tell us everything. I know that. So that, especially whoever said that African Americans cannot get it, that person right there, I could just slap them across their forehead. Um, and that was that was the thing that was that came out that came out. I want to say uh, last week it was going around all over the internet on uh, CDC uh, articles and things like that saying yeah, African Americans. Because uh, I work with CDC, I, that could not have been on the CDC website. I no, it wasn't on the website. It was in an article uh, stating uh, certain facts about uh, the CDC and the coronavirus. And it was going around. Because I, like I, no, I, I work with CDC, so I know that CDC did not say that. No. Someone who wrote the article. Okay, so uh, sorry, who wrote the article, that person right there needs to shut up. Right, and then that's, um, that's why he said that's a problem. That it's a lot, a lot is going on. You got these people out here writing articles, who's blogging and not putting out the correct information. Right, and that's why a lot of the states, the mayors, and the governors are shutting down stuff at at, at what ten o'clock because you got a lot of people out here putting out false information, and that's why they got to shut it down. From ten o'clock, you can't be outside. Because you got somebody who's just stupid like that, said, oh, you can get it, you're you, you just 20. You don't got to worry about it, and that person's going to go outside. So I'm glad that they're putting strict restrictions on certain things, but I feel like, like they said, the world as we know it has completely changed. It definitely has, and I was just watching uh, Bull, and they did an episode where it's the pandemonium like the coronavirus, but it's dealing with something that we dealt with years ago after 9-11, and that was the anthrax. And it was the same, you know, pandemonium and unknown terror that has attacked us. 
And I've seen the very similar, you know, things that were being said about anthrax that's being said about coronavirus now. And it's kind of hard not to believe it because, again, we don't know all the facts. We just know certain things. We'll never know all the facts. We'll never know it. But, I mean, that's just like somebody saying, um, it just took me way, way back, 20, 30 years, 40 years, that, oh, only homosexuals have catch the HIV virus. Oh, that's another thing. Know. Okay, that's what I said. We know for damn sure that is not true. And it's homosexual. Yes. And so, it's 82% of African-American women are getting HIV and AIDS. African-American women is one of the highest. Yes, that's we're 80, 82%. Right. And it's not coming from they are shooting up drugs or they prostituting. It's coming from their husbands, boyfriends, or whoever they date is having sex with some somebody who's affected. And it's and not I, just men that have sex. I cannot ignore the problem. Is you can't no longer say, "Oh, an African American woman contacted HIV because her boyfriend, her husband was down low." Because we know okay. a lot, a lot of men cheat, and a woman can have it. Yes, and that's what I was getting ready to say. Only reason why African American women is catching HIV because their husbands and their boyfriends are going down low. Now we know that it's not true. We know a lot of people had contacted the HIV virus because they were having blood transfusions and they weren't testing the blood. And that's how uh, HIV originated. But we're not going to go there. We're not going to do the, the whole conspiracy theory. HIV originated from man-made. 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 Yes. So we're not going to go down that, down that road. <laughs> okay. It's just in the coronavirus. It's man-made from China. Yep. But like I said, we're not going to go down that road. I, I feel it's going going somewhere. Oh, yeah. Not yet. How about that? I get heat, heat about that. That's stupid. Yeah. Man, ooh. <laughs> but... There, there was another, um, because my friend's doctor told her that she wouldn't be affected because she's pregnant. So our doctors don't even have the information. She said she won't get it because she's what? They wouldn't, she wouldn't be infected. She didn't need to worry. She, cause she's pregnant and she asked cause she has concerns. Oh, 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 see, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, that doctor needs to be educated. And that's what I'm saying. They're not even educating the doctors. Okay, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people need to be educated. A lot of people need to get off this them damn blogs and internet and turn on some damn CNN, NSBTN, and listen to what really, really is going on, like I do. That is the most ignorant thing. Oh, she can't get it because she's pregnant. I just told you a lady had birth today and her baby was born with it. And that's what I'm saying. None of these things, none of these things are, uh, None of these things are being disputed until they're proven. Just like the African Americans can't get it, it's just Albert God. Don't you two basketball players say they was affected by it? Yes, and then okay. there was the African American okay. man here. That we won. Different kind of African American. Yep, he was. He was like us. <laughs> okay, so let's move on because that right there is the ignorant thing I have. I have heard some ignorant stuff. But that blogger, I wish, I wish, whatever you read it from, I wish you would send me an article because I would tear his ass off the plane. Put it on bullshit like that. Yeah, 
Oh, well, I'll send it to you. That's never a problem. I'll send it to you. Oh, I was telling him I'll complain, send some bullshit like that. And that is why so many people are catching it because you got people out here listening to ignorant people. And that that is one of the... Uh, you can see, girl, I'm, I'm heated about that. I can tell. <laughs> so we're going to go to break on that note. We're going to let Kim cool down. And when we start back, we're going to talk about our question of the week. All right. All right. Welcome back, guys. Now, uh, before we went on break, there was the do you think you can grow if you don't forgive question. Now, Kim, you said yes, you do. Right? You said you feel like you can grow if you don't forgive someone. Did I say that? Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> this is why I start taking notes. No, did you try to say you can grow when you forgive somebody? No, you said you don't have you to. Have to you don't have to forgive nobody if you you don't have to. No, no, forgive no not somebody. that person. I don't have to deal with you anymore. And it, but that, but that drew the question: If you can you grow? Do you think you can grow if you don't forgive someone? Like, if you say, I'm not going to ever forgive this one, I'm not going to ever forgive or forget what this person did to me, can you grow? Can you still grow? Can you still be, you know, okay, I you like, no, because you're still holding on to that pain or what they've done. So you okay. have not let it, okay, okay, I, I had to, I had to reflect, I had to reflect, okay. <laughs> so, 52% of us said no, you cannot grow. And then like eight said yes, you can grow. So this this posed a lot of uh, thought provoking things in my head, right? And it was like because I have situations that I'm still dealing with that I I don't see past me not dealing with them and not thinking about it, right? I don't see them. If you don't think about it, you're not dealing with it. You have to deal with the issue. Well, well, see, no, I feel like I've dealt with it. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I feel like I've dealt with it, but I don't feel like I necessarily have to forgive this person. Okay, right. And then, like, like I said, so, right. If you dealt with it and you have let it go, then, and I said that, I could forgive you. I have to, forgiveness is not for them, it's for yourself. So I can forgive you, but I don't have to never deal with you again. I don't have to look at you, fall eyes at you. I don't have to do nothing with you ever again for the rest of my life. But I can forgive you, but I don't have to deal with you anymore. Just because I don't deal with you anymore doesn't mean I haven't forgiven you. I just, at this point in my life, I forgave you. I moved on. I just don't want to deal with you anymore. You, we have to learn our self-worth. I go again, our self-worth. We got to learn what our self-worth is worth. And we got to learn that because I, I forgave you and I don't want to deal with you doesn't mean I, I still have hatred or hurtness in my heart. I just don't want to deal with you because you showed me your, who you truly are. I don't want it. I don't want to deal with the negativity. I, I don't want to deal with that. And see, but that, that, okay, so that was a whole nother, like, part of the conversation that we had before we went on break, right? There was the part where forgive. You forgive for you. 
right? You forgive to free yourself from that situation. You forgive to free yourself from that moment, from that person, right? But you never have to forget because now you know how to deal with this person or not deal with this person, whatever the case. Like, like I said, I've dealt with you with a long spoon. I deal with you from a long, 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 long distance. <laughs> and yourself. And then keep it moving. I don't have no more. You deal with it. You have to deal with it. Because you know what they say? And it's an old saying. You still mad. And that person ain't thinking about you. They ain't, you, they ain't losing no sleep. They ain't thinking about you. They ain't doing nothing. They going on about their life. And you still sitting here mad. For what? Taking your good energy. Why get that person the satisfaction? Even right. though they don't know it, you still get them the satisfaction. They're not losing sleep. They're going oh, about definitely not. Life. Definitely not. So, that's how I feel. I can forgive. It might take me a minute. I can forgive, but I don't want to deal with you anymore. It depends on what the situation is. If it's something stupid, you know, girlfriends, you're going to have a little girlfriend. If you truly are girlfriends, if you truly are girlfriends, have a little spot where that, you know, where we are. I girl, you know I mean that. I'm sorry. That's different. But if you truly hurt me, I can't. It's gonna take me a while to because I go through different emotions. I'm be mad as hell. Then I'm gonna hurt. Then I'm gonna cry. And then I'm gonna work on forgiving you if I can let go. Those are the stages. Those are the conversations. And that's deal. And that's in any type of relationship that I have. Once I let go, I'm gone. Right. You will never get that close to me again where I am. I will open up. You know what the Bible says? Slap me, slap me once, shame on you. Slap me twice, shame on me. <laughs> you already showed me who you was. Right. See, and when it when it comes to forgiveness, I have I have a very forgiving spirit. I'm a very forgiving person. But the situation that I'm thinking of is is hard for me to forgive, right? Because this situation has had so many different trickle down effects that it's hard to say you could forgive this person because not only did it happen to you, but it affected your loved one, and it affected this loved one, and it affected that loved one, and the situation this still kind of going on. That's, I mean, that's true, too. That's true, too. It, it is. It depends on what type of situation. My father was a true working, my father was alcoholic, was a true functioning alcoholic. Alcoholic. Did I see my mother get beat? Yes. Did we get beat? Yes. Did I hear my mother screaming in the middle of the night? Yes, I have. But as I got older, as I got a lot older, I was the first one out of five to reach out to him. I had to talk to my father. I had to walk my walk. But I had to learn, as I talked to him, the forgiveness didn't happen overnight. But I have learned to forgive him so I can move on. Because you're right. Certain things that you hold on to does affect you for the rest of your life. Where you can't function. Where you can't do certain things in your life because you're scared to do it. I mean, life is short. We're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised the next hour. So why I, I had to learn to forget? I'm a very forgiving person, too. I can forgive, but I don't want to deal with you anymore, and that's where I'm at now. I will forgive and forgive and still deal with you and still deal with you, and um, 
I'm not, I, I, I cannot do it anymore. When you show me the snake that you are, I'm going to treat you like the snake that you are. Right. And see, that, okay, so that's where I find the, the difference in the, the two words, the two statements, the truth, the two, whatever it is, right? Because I can forgive a person, but never forget what you did to me. And at the end of the day, that choose, that chooses how I deal with you. Right? Because I have right. friends I, I, that I... I would do what you on a different level. Right. And that's okay. I have friends. You're my girl. You're my dog. But you hurt me. I, I, it especially depends on how many... The longest friendship I had with one woman is 40 years. We've been friends for 40 years. So, I would treat her differently than some I've been friends with associated with... For, it's different. Right. But she, she, know, she know me. She know how I am. She know, you know, she know, I'm going to let Kimmy get her some space. Let me get her some space. And when she called me, then I know we're okay. Now, it has been times where it was months and called She called me, all right, now I know you still not uh, upset. Now I'm glad I just don't want to deal with it no more. <laughs> so, and, that, and that's how it is. I th- and I, I think you talked about that earlier. I'm at a different point in my life right now. I'm not dealing with the nonsense. I'm not dealing with the bullshit. I'm not dealing with it. Right. Life is too short. You and one thing I told you before, um, joy is so much deeper than happiness. And once you find your joy, you will never let joy is deeper than happiness and peace. Once you find your joy, peace will come with you and right along peace will find happiness. Right. So that's me. I'm trying to I'm trying to indulge in my joy. So I cannot let nobody mess with my joy. So if you mess with my joy, you just you just mess up everything. That's my or my joy. Yes, that's I. I feel like all of that goes into your positive space, right? You have to protect your positive space at all costs because all, negativity. I mean, at all costs, everybody has heartache. Yes, I have had my heart broken. And and at that moment, you think you're going to die. You can't live. You can't breathe. But that's what. I'm over it. It might take a minute, but you you get over it and you move on. And the next thing you know, you find yourself out there dating again. You know, yes, everybody has that first true love. Yes, I love. You know, but life does go on. It don't seem like it at the moment, but it will. We are, um, we are, on, we are, um, how can I say it? We hold ourselves in capture. Like we are capturing something, we hold ourselves in it because we're not able to let go. That's right. So we are, we are our worst enemy when it comes to certain things that we have not let go. And that's where we have to... Learn to forgive. If you learn to forgive, you can let a lot of it go. Nobody's ever telling you to forget it because we know that's a major tool that you need to use to still deal with this person. Yeah, but forgiveness is not going to come first. Learning how to deal with it is going to come first before forgiveness. Once you learn how to deal with the situation, Handle the situation, conquer that situation in any way you know how to do what's best for you. Then forgiveness will come along with it. 
and that that part right there is where we want everybody to get to, right? Because I I feel like if you do not forgive in certain situations, you are stuck in your work. There's no it's no way around that because there are certain things in your life, like you mentioned earlier, that it is affecting. It affects how you deal with certain people in relationships. It affects how you deal with certain people in your friendships. It affects everything around you. It may not be prevalent. You may not see it. You may not understand it. But other people see it. Other people can see it on you. Other people, yeah. Like how you interact with people. Because you've been burned by so many friends, so-called friends. Yeah, but you know, I told you, I'm at the point in my life, I don't, I don't deal with unnecessary drama. I'm not dealing with drama. I'm not dealing with that. I don't have to. I don't want the drama. Being uh, that, done that, I ain't trying to go backwards. I'm not dealing with it. I don't, deal, don't want to deal with um, just negativity anymore. I just don't want to deal with it anymore. And I don't think anybody should want to deal with negativity. I feel like, right, when you are a negative person or you allow so much negativity around you and in your circle, in your space, and in your environment, you don't have positive outcomes in life. And that is in any aspect of your life, right? When you think negative, if you start talking, all of this bad stuff is going to happen, this is going to happen, oh, I'm never going to get this, or this is never going to happen, that's what normally happens. All those negative things you speak into this world, that's what would happen. Because they say you speak into existence. And that's why I always tell people, you speak positive. Speak what you want to happen. Because at the end of the day, you have control of that. You manifest your own destiny. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, you say, you say, you say, you say, you are, you're so hard, but you just not a people person. I said, but I am a piece of people person. It's just that at this point, I don't deal with negativity. I'm not dealing with the BS. And when it comes to business, I'm strictly business. And then you see a side of me when it's time for business, we're dealing with business. You're like, yeah, but. You just, I, I don't have time for, I just don't have time for. It's too much other things, positivity things that I could be doing instead of dealing with negativity and drama. Oh, please. Now, I might watch it on TV, love hip hop, all the drama. Oh, yeah. I rather watch it than having it in my life. And see, I tell people all the time, right, I enjoy watching other people's drama to a certain extent. Now, don't get me wrong, I do get to that point where I'm like, okay, this is too much, it's too negative for me, I can't watch this no more. And so I take a break. But it's not affecting my personal life. Like, I don't want to be like these women who are throwing drinks and fighting and arguing and you know, all of that. I don't want to be like that. So it's not affecting my personal life. Right? But... Too much of it definitely starts to take its toll. Just like if you watch too many scary movies sometimes. It starts affecting what you sleep. It starts affecting your dreams. Like, it's just certain things that it starts affecting. And if you eat late at night, things like, there's certain things that you do that affect you in the long run. 
But yeah. I do enjoy me some Ratchet TV. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not above it. But there is also a balance. You need to be able to balance. Like you said, you enjoy watching some Love and Hip Hop. But you don't want it in your personal life. No, I don't. And people need to remember that. Like, it's okay to watch it. But if we don't want it on TV, then by all means, stop watching. The ratings will go down and they will take it off air. But that's never going to happen because people enjoy drama. You know, and some of it, I feel like it is true. For the, can, for, for the people can't watch it. It is true. Some of it, I think it is. I mean, come on now. Every other day, episode of Fighting, come on now. Well, come I, on. I believe that... <laughs> Some of it is strict, you know. Um, when the first season of Love and Basketball came out. You mean Basketball Wives? Yes, yeah, first season of Basketball Wives come out, and Ms. Sean got kicked off. They told her because she ain't bring enough drama. That's why she got kicked off. She was, she talked about it all the time. Of course, she got they want. The rating. She talked about it. She talked about it all the time. She got kicked off because they told her that she did not bring drama. And because they, they want the rating. That's what's selling. So, right. Like I said, if you don't want Ratchet TV on here or whatever you call it, Ghetto TV, Good TV, whatever you call it, if you don't want it on air, stop watching, stop supporting, and it will be taken off air. Because yeah, I, like, I like watching her. Some people I do like, I like watching. I like, like, I like watching her. We're not talking about you and me. We talk about the people who are complaining about it and not wanting to have it on the TV. All you have to do is stop watching. I mean, but you know what, though? I watch, I watch, um, the one that they do, um, the little boat, the little, the little yacht, and they taking all these rich people on these little yachts. Shaw's and Sunset? <laughs> no, I like Shaw's and Sunset. I like Shaw's and Sunset. No, not Shaw's and Sunset. Um, they're on the yacht. They're on the yacht. And they I don't the know, because I don't watch none of that. I don't got no yacht. I don't okay, watch no yacht. You know what, though? But you know what, though? <laughs> Why not? You know what it is, though? It's the same damn drama, but the problem is they're just Caucasian. Yeah, I, I, I see that. I definitely see that. Because just like the Housewives, all of the Housewives have the same amount of drama. Yes. But the only one who gets the most backlash is Housewives of Atlanta because it's the majority of African American women. Yeah, because they shouldn't get that much backlash. On, yeah, they did for a few minutes. Now, I'm shocked they didn't let Teresa call back on Housewives of New Jersey because her ass is in jail. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, they don't get as much backlash because of the lack of ethnicity on the show. But that's a whole, that's a whole other conversation. But while we're talking about women, let's talk about some uplifting and empowering of women. Now, it is still Women's Month, even though we're dealing with the coronavirus and all of this glory and all that stuff. It is still Women's Month, still Women's History Month, and we want to recognize uh, Jane Bowling. She was the first African-American female judge in America. Oh, right. Yes, and she has fought for uh, child care services and all of these amazing things that we have here today. 
the equality for women to be able to vote, women to be able to create laws, and women to be a part of the legal justice system. So I'm shouting her out, giving her all of her glory, all of her flowers. We couldn't do why you were here because I wasn't here. But <laughs> we still want to recognize you here because I'm a positivity. So we come back. We are going to talk about our viral moment of the week. Hey, Cooking with Positivity family. Be sure to tune in on Thursday where we take it back. We'll break down some of our favorite old school jams, the artists who made them huge, and what they mean to us. With some fun along the ride. Be sure to join us right here on Cooking with Positivity. I just came through. Are you looking to take an adventure without leaving your home? Do you need to get out of the doghouse or spruce up your website? It may be time for you to check out Zakia McCoy, the author, with tons of books on Amazon from fiction to cookbooks, also providing editing services, special occasion poems, content writing, for personal emails, websites, and blogs. You can check out Zykeia McCoy on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Zykeia McCoy, the author on Facebook, and Word Lovers Welcome blog. Welcome back, guys. Now, a lot of us are on our internet, on social media, and so we see a lot of things. And a lot of the times it's BS, like Kim said earlier. <laughs> but sometimes you come across some heartwarming and just touching things. And this video broke my heart in a special kind of place. There's a young African-American girl. And she's getting her hair done. Her mother's doing her hair. And I don't know how the conversation got started, but the little girl said, I'm ugly. And her mother, you know, being the mother bear that she is, she stopped the presence. What What did you just say? And the little girl began to break down and cry. Now, this affected me in a different kind of place because I've dealt with this with my oldest daughter. She went through a point in time where she did not think she was beautiful or smart. So we had to work on herself. And when I seen the little girl crying, it broke me because I'm like, what is, what are people saying to her out in the world to make her feel this way about herself? Right? Because when you look in a mirror, you supposed to see all that beauty, all that glory, all that you are. But it's sad to say that a lot of little girls don't look in the mirror and see that for whatever the reason, whether it be, you know, their parents telling them they're not good enough, whether they go into the classroom, kids are mean as hell. So I could not doubt that there was a little boy 
or a little girl that said she was ugly in her class. And that kind of stuck with her. Now, Kim, did you see this video? It's been, you didn't? It, well, it's been all over Facebook. It's been all over. Daily Mail uh, released the video. Her mother, it was a, a live initially. And, you know, her mother, you know, posted it up. But for me, dealing with this personally, I understand where the mother was coming from. So it was a very emotional moment. Because not only did you find out that your daughter does not believe in her own beauty, you found this out on the internet. In front of however many people was watching your live. Now, how she handled it was very similar to how I handled it when I was dealing with uh, Royal, when she was going through this. And Kim, you said you dealt with uh, your granddaughter. Going yes, through well, I did her a different way. I instilled in her. She, well, her and Royal what a week, a week and a half apart from each other, but they both age. Yep. Um, so both ten years old. I started when Kalia was really young. Telling her how pretty she is, how smart she is. Um, I said that it's not to make her conceited or make her better. Right. And I can't say her. She has beautiful skin. Her skin is beautiful. Her brown skin is beautiful. And see, I've been, been doing that with my girls. They was five and six because that's when this situation started. Two instead of that in two. And, um, so, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, we, we're going to have, we have some face when she comes home and she, oh, this little boy named Anthony, I know his name, oh, my granddaughter, father, well, my son's name is Anthony, and Anthony always makes me a cry. Anthony sounds ugly. Girl, Anthony, like you. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that, that is. That is a touch. She, she, she is such a girl. But, well, Anthony said, I'm ugly. Anthony likes to pull my hair. Anthony said, you know, so I had to try to teach her that, you know, you are beautiful. You are, you know, you, what, 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 what I say? I'm beautiful. I'm smart. And I should love my, I love my color. So if she, she, you started to see it now that she is starting to really love herself. But I'm trying right. to teach her also that, um, that's what little, little boys do. Which okay. is which is a backwards, and not only that, we I, I just don't I, I go into complete details. Exactly, what happened? What was going on for him to say that and call you ugly? Oh, we was on recess and he was trying to touch me and why not? And I I didn't want to be touched. So like you got, you got my face, you so ugly. Okay, because he's upset now. So he said to me, he needs to have your friends because you're not paying him no attention. That means. That's how little boys show how they like you. Now, all little boys, I had to emphasize that to her, too. You have some mean, cool people out here who are out to just hurt your family. Right. So I had to teach that, that also, too. There are girls out here who are doing the same thing because they're not sure about themselves. That's their own insecurities that affect them now. And what I said... We, it's a backwards thing. We have to teach little boys that if you like a person, you don't say mean things to them. 
because that sends mixed signals to our young ladies when they get older. They think that a man or a male showing them negative affection is a good thing. And that's why they stay in these relationships because, oh, oh, he hit me. He lust, He must love me. Oh, he called me ugly. He must really love me. That is a backwards message that we're sending. So well, I, I, I feel like because I have two sons. I don't have daughters. I don't have my granddaughter. Right. But I feel like we, we, we send these messages completely, and I disagree with it. Why if a little boy fall and hurt himself, he cried, oh, suck it up, little man. You're a little man. But a little girl fall, oh, she fell. No. No, you don't do that. Because you know what you teach. You know what you just see that little boy to do? Hide his feelings. Yeah, and that that's another mixed message that and you know what? Marketing. You know what? And they grow up to be grown-ass men, and they cannot express their feelings. They don't know how to communicate properly. So that's what has happened. I did not do my boy. And he fell. My, little, my son fell. Oh, uh, my brother. I don't say he was struggling. He hurt. Right. He hurt. And that's what we need to clear these up for our younger kids. Because this little girl is four years old, feeling this way about herself. And you got to understand what is going on. She's hearing that from somewhere. Right. And her mother, her mother's reaction was like, it was, it was similar to mine. Because I didn't know my daughter felt this way. Until one day we were in the house and Zaya, you know, she's all of her confident self. She's like, mommy, I'm cute. Yes, I'm cute. And I'm like, yeah, you cute. She's like, no, I'm beautiful. I'm smart, right, mom? Yep, I'm smart. And she's like, Royal, you smart. You beautiful. She was like, no, I'm not smart. And then I, I was taken aback because I'm like, what? How, what? She's like, I'm not smart, I'm not beautiful, and then she started to cry, which let me know something was happening within my child yes. that I was unaware of, and that's how this little girl's mother reacted, because she was unaware that she thought she was ugly, and I feel like, like you said, you started with Leah when she was two. Right. I didn't think I need to start with my kids because I assumed that they would possibly gain my confidence. But that's what we talk. Each child is different. I thought it too that I deal with my son. Right. Um, everybody, every child is different. Every child, every person is different. And what does what, what you does with one child work? It's not going to work with the other child. So you have to watch. Again, like I said, I started to like today. Um, like I said, I, I, as, as they say in a pedophile world, I groomed her. So I groomed her when we be just sitting there having conversations and talk, and then I could just ask her a question, and I could get how she, how she honestly feel about something, and then I ain't going to address it right then and there, but I will address it maybe two days later. Oh, remember what we were talking about? Oh, I was just bringing it up, and let's talk about it, and let's get some straight. So, you know, I, I, I groomed her for she could express herself. I groomed her where she could open up and express how she feels. How, how she can, she knows that the one person besides her mother and father, the one person in this world that she can open up and talk to is me about anything. 
We have girlfriend talk. Right. We have girlfriend talk. And I don't mind girlfriend talk. She know when we have a girlfriend talk and she know grandma's not paying talk. So it's different. So I, I started with her really, really young. Uh, even, and I started with her even with the baby doll. You know, Barbie. Oh, she pretty, she pretty. I bought all color Barbies, but uh, I'm not going to lie. I bought a lot of African-American Barbie dolls, more than the Caucasian. I do, and too. Because we didn't have many African-American dolls when I was growing up. Not just that, I want my child to be able to identify whatever they're playing with, whatever they're watching. I don't feel like all the time, yeah, you can identify with Barbie because she's a girl. But at the end of the day, she doesn't look like me. And I don't want my kids to go, oh, I need to make my hair thin and blonde and flowy and wear, you know, lipstick and high heels in order to be accepted in society in order to be beautiful. Well, you're right, though. But you know what? You see, see, that's what I'm saying, though. See, you know, you know what I mean? I have thick four lips. So right. growing up, I was teased about my thick four lips. But now, please. <laughs> I love my lips. And this is, I love, I thought, I, I love my lips. Um, especially when I go to the dermatologist, and I have a lot of Caucasian women say to me, oh, where did you get these lips? Oh, your lips are gorgeous. Where you get it from? My mother, I was born with them. These are mine. These ain't no filler. They not. And I got mine like, from my daddy, but that's my hoodie. I'm like, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. See, and it's so funny how they used to talk about because I have I have a lot of Caucasian Indian in my family, so I don't have the widespread nose. I have the the Caucasian nose, but I have the big four lips. So I have, now all the Caucasian women is like, oh, I love your lips. Oh my God, we get no, they mine. I love them. Thank you. Right. I love them. <laughs> now a lot of people like you. Uh, now I'm not putting on no super red lipstick. I don't want you to see just lips coming at you. But I'm like, <laughs>
as to who you are. Like, okay, I'm going to give you a prime example. I've grown up, I've never been skinny. And as I've grown and gotten older, it has been farthest from skinny ever in my life, right? So, in my household, there was this family member, I call him, who was very toxic in getting mental warfare against me all the time. Like, he would give me slim fast, but then give me a burger to accompany it. So, he would tell me I need to lose weight, but then you would feed me a burger. You know, kind of defeating the purpose. But for me, I've always been, my mom says stubborn or whatever the case, but like I said, it's confident. I've never let anybody's view of me affect how I felt about myself. So when I did go out into the world and I was dealing with, you know, girls in school or, you know, guys who weren't attracted to big girls, and felt the need to express that to me, even though they were not asked. I was built with this armor already around me. Because I don't give a damn what you feel about me or how you feel about me. I love myself. I love me for me. But you know what, girl, that's true, too. But you know what, long as you actually call it a cool figure woman, that I'm a full-figure woman, I hear that I'm very healthy. And I, I, like I said, I'm healthy. That are not healthy at all. You see, I'm healthy to the point where I'm not dying. I don't have diabetes. My limbs not falling out. I'm healthy to the point where I don't have heart disease. And I am. I'm not, I'm not skinny, skinny. I'm not fat, fat. I mean, my weight flush, my, my weight fluctuates. Right. Um, especially in the wintertime, because I'm not getting out doing that much activity like I usually do. Now that the speed break, I'm going to get back to my, after, after, um, I be drugged up or all kind of, I love what pills and whatnot because I suffer seriously back from allergies and sinuses and stuff like that. But, um, the once, what the time is when my weight really frustrates because it's cold. You know, um, time go back. You get off work at 5 o'clock. It's dark, it's dark already. You're just trying to get home. Right. Um, I've never been the one to really go to the gym. Even though I did it for a very long time. I, the gym is not for me no more. I did the gym thing. I'm done with the gym thing. I did Zumba. I did a step. You have name it. I have done it. The only thing I really like now that I did find out what I like now is, you know, dancing the pounds off. I'm in the house. I could turn on my TV. Right. I could turn on my tattoos. Or I make up. And since I have done so many of the aerobic classes and step classes, I know a lot of the routines, and I've been doing it myself. 30 minutes, whoo, I've been working it out, sweating and everything else, too. I like it. It's at home. You know, I'm a walker, walker, walker. I do my little walking. Um, Once I get my hip back in, since I hurt my hip, I can't see walk like I was see walking. But um, when I went to, um, to West End Orthopedics, once we get my 
hip back because it's my foot that messed up my hip. Um, I'm gonna be back to walking. I'm gonna get back to the shape that I was. But I'm at I'm at this age now. Do I really want to? I'm between. I wear between the size eight to a ten. Okay. So usually now this is my biggest because the ten is feeling kind of tight. But the tennis ain't kind of tight, so I know I'll get it. I know, and I said it, I gained some weight. I've been in the house. It's been a cold, cold winter and a rainy, rainy winter. <laughs> so I haven't done a lot of my speed walking. I haven't really walked on the trail. I know this. I know this better than anybody else. Don't nobody need to tell me. I can tell myself. Right. I know. <laughs> once my stuff breaking and I get back into my flow. I get back in size to my size eight ten. I'm okay with that. But you know what I'm okay with? I'm okay if I have to hit that trail. Now if I go past the trail, I know that I I I, I can't do it. Right. Not because I'm I'm self conscious, I feel like I gained some weight, it's because I did hit over twelve and it really started messing with my knees. So right. they told me my body frame cannot go past a certain weight. If you know me, I'm a very picky eater. I can go two, three days without eating. I can eat a salad. I'm good. But which is just as unhealthy if you're not eating. But that's a that's a topic for a whole another day. That's a topic for another day of eating healthy. Yes. But we're gonna put our question of the week is do you think you should start building your children's self esteem at age one? Yes, sir. Stop building your your your, your child self esteem when they pop out. <laughs> I do uh, listen. If you build it at home, <laughs> if you build it at home, no outsider can break them. Yep, that's and that's exactly how I felt growing up, and that's exactly what I'm instilling my kids today. That's why I get so upset when I hear, and I'm not saying that it's not being built at home. I'm not saying it's not. But I get so upset when I hear or I listen to some of these parents say, my child keep getting bullied at school. My child keep getting get bullied at school. Now, me, I'm from old school. I'm going to tag that tail because you come home, come home she, they did bully my granddaughter uh, two years ago. Two little, two little sisters were bullying her on a bus. Mm-hmm. Put her hair, do this, do all that. And, you know, now... When you go to the school, it's not like we all sitting down talking about it. You go in the room and talk, and they go in the room and talk, and they tell you what's going to be. No, 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 no. I'm old school, baby. I'm 50 years old. We're not going to do that. So the last incident we had, I told her. And at school, and she means she what, in the fourth, fifth grade? I told her, if I come out, if my granddaughter is my princess, come home one more time. And they picked on her after this that third conference meeting, I don't discriminate at all. I'm going to tell them two little girls up. Oh, no. <laughs> and I vote. It ain't on me. Now, when we had our meeting, I told you that. When I had our meeting with the Board of Ed, because that's how far I took it, and it just so happened that the police officer at the College of Peace Safety, he was, he was a police officer when my son was in school. And he already told them, let me tell you about this video. If she leaves and points that finger, she's not playing. Uh. And, and we had our meeting, and I leaned, and I pointed my finger. I said what I had to say. 
And I said it. Now, if your daughter touched my granddaughter again, I'm not going to say nothing to them. Because you sitting here thinking it's a joke, I'm coming for you. Because uh-huh. never did this, you, you're not teaching them. Right. And when they stab her in the, in the leg with a pencil, oh, and I got an phone call at work at, at, at 9.05, or oh, it was on. Oh, and she, she had the nerve to stand there outside her car while I was going in there laughing and everything, and I told her two daughters, I'm going to beat you, your mother, the way you pick up my granddaughter. And after I beat her, like I said I was, and she was, she was, she was, she was a heavy set woman. And I said what I said out of anger. I'm going to help you because I'm waking up and crack your jaw. And you're going to be sipping out of a straw for the next month. Oh. And I cracked her jaw in front of her daughter. Her daughter's crying. Did you like what I just did to your mother? No. Don't you ever put your hands on my granddaughter again. Did I get arrested? No. It was right in front of the school. Did the whole school see it? Yes. I told them I was not paying. The police officer told him, I know her since her son was in middle school, and he is now 30. She don't play. Wow. Don't put your hands on nothing but all to me. And it comes from the parents. Because right. the two little girls kept doing what they were doing because their mother was sitting there laughing, thinking it was a joke. So to let them see that I wasn't playing, I had to tag that mother ass. I, but, but you know what now? Time is big. I could be a grandma. He was not. Hey, girl. <laughs> Hello. Hey, let me like. She speaks to you? Yeah, I got cracked that jaw. She speaks. <laughs> well, like, that... that don't mean you cracked that jaw. I told you I'm a one here quitter. I don't like to get violent like that. But when you stab my granddaughter in the day with a pencil, then you going to stand there on the side of your car laughing or not. They ain't going to do nothing. They ain't going to do nothing. I had to show what I can do. I'm old school, baby. I'm going to say, stop. I don't play each do or die. And even though I have grown and mature, I, sometimes you just got to let that side come up out of you. Lord. Well, on that note. <laughs> No, basically, I'm trying to say is it gets me so upset when I hear another child committing suicide because they get bullied at school. What is going on? That's that's another topic we need to talk about. Two million of our children is, is committing suicide, and it's just not a white thing. Because at first it was all little white boys and little white girls. Now we see a lot of African American little boys and little girls committing suicide because they get bullied at school. What in the world is going on? Well, we will address that next week. And that's why I cracked her jaw. Because I believe that the parents should be held responsible. Well, we will definitely address that next week. I want to talk about it Tuesday. But we'll uh, come back. For this week. Do you think that the parents should be responsible when a child is a bully at school? All right. Um, when we come back, we're going to do our uh, TV talk. Are you an artist looking for some exposure or do you have a project you would like to promote? Maybe you would like to be interviewed. Send us an email at cookingwithpositivity at gmail.com so we can help you reach for the stars. Are you loving what you're hearing and want to hear more? 
be sure to check out this amazing, inspiring, and up-and-coming artist and songwriter, Jay Queen. She can be found on Beat Chain, Facebook, and YouTube. Are you in need of food for your baby shower, wedding, work lunch, holiday party, or even dinner? Look no further than ZRZ Catering. Offering custom menus for every occasion and so many services. In-home instructions where the cook comes to your home and provides you with step-by-step walkthrough instructions on how to cook a meal of your choice. Kids cooking classes, for only $5 a month, setup or shipping options available for vending as well as seasonal sales and so much more. So be sure to stop by any social media outlet and go to ZRZ Catering on Facebook, Zykea McCoy on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Check out ZRZ Catering food blog as well as Chachi's Homemade for the seasonal sales. All right, welcome back. Now, some of the conversation today went to TV shows. We talked about Uphold and Love and Hip Hop, but we have a dedicated section of Cooking with Positivity. Right here, let's talk about it Tuesday, where we talk about TV shows. Now, Empire is on its last eight episodes. I am an Empire fan. I have been a dedicated fan since the beginning, so I will be watching all eight episodes that are left. How many episodes are left? Eight. And Jesse's and, and not on any of the eight episodes? They were saying that he might be back towards the end, but I have not seen him yet, so I doubt it, because I I feel like they already filmed, well, they already refilmed this last season. Okay, so I, I don't think I can talking, because I have, I, it, um, it got too much for me, it got a little bit too much for me, so I stopped watching the time. So my question is, but well, when I was watching it, that boy can sing now, that boy can really sing. Yes, his whole family is talented. His whole family, they talented. So who took his spot in singing? No one. No one. Well, Mar- they have Mario on the show. You know, the singer Mario. But nobody is really singing like him. So, I say no one. Right, this was from the family doing what they were the lions doing what they were to do. Then they start bringing other artists in for the for the lions to keep, to keep going. The empire. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to see how they do. It. Okay. Yeah, but that's the but like I said, they they are. Uh, I haven't seen him yet, and I doubt if I will see him because of the way I feel like this season is going to end. 
But, uh, yeah, that's on Empire, and that's on Fox, and that's at 9 o'clock. So I, I will be watching. I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I've been with the season from the beginning. I've been with the show from the beginning, and I'm not giving up until it's all done. <laughs> Just like I did Power. Now that I watched the last couple of shows, so I can see how I end. I might watch that for all of them. It's been good. And also, another show that's in the, well, this is their season finale, is This Is Us. They're, they're having their season finale tonight. Okay. And that is also at 9 o'clock. It's on NBC, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And then, uh, Fourth Did you catch up on Cherish? Did you catch up on Cherish? Like I asked you. I, I told you. We talked about that last week. I definitely caught up on Cherish today. I am fully caught up. I have watched every episode. I'm just waiting for the new one to come out. And that has been, oh, that has been a journey. All right. Do you watch Sister and Sister? Or Sisters? I watch Sisters. That is also another journey. I'm also caught up on that. <laughs> Right. Yes. And we talk about sisters. Let's remind, let's remind, I'll tell you what it reminds me of, a more sophisticated show of the girlfriend. Well, it's, it's more of a dramatic spin on girlfriends. Because although girlfriends talk about some of the same topics and went deep, it was still a comedy. Whereas sisters is not a comedy. It's a drama. Uh, also, we have, uh, like I said, For Life. That is a new show that's come out, and I'm, I'm fully invested. They have pulled me in from episode one. So make sure you guys check that out as well. That comes on tonight at 10. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, you can always catch it on the end if you know you got it. And then uh, another thing that's coming to an end, which I was surprised and hurt to hear, was the Flash. The Flash and Arrow are coming to an end, and I believe the Flash. This is not the Flash's last season, but next season will be their final season. But this is Arrow's last season. Now, I've been an avid fan of both of those shows as well, so I'm sad to see them go. And if you guys are looking for something, you know, fun to watch with your kids and grandkids and, you know, god babies and whatnot, you should definitely check out Ellie's Game of Games. Me and my kids watch that. We freaking love it. Watching people big grown people trying to win money doing all of these crazy games. Oh, I watch a lot of um my granddaughter I like I, I watch a lot of um uh I can't think of the name of the channel. But I like Raven, Raven Home or Raven Something. Oh yeah, that's that's Disney. And I watch the other one where they trying to see it's a senior camp. I love watching that with her. I like myself. Yeah, and I, I I watch those shows too with my kids, and um I watch you know some of them by myself. We're not even real part, so I don't because <laughs> I do. And I um I just recently finished uh Diary of the Next President, 
And okay. it is on Disney Plus. So if you have Disney Plus, you can definitely check that out. It's a good show. It's about uh, it's about a young Hispanic uh, female president. Yeah. And we go back into her childhood and see how she got to be president one day. And I, th- I found it really good. I just didn't like the way this season ended. It, 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 like, it was too open. <laughs> so they're definitely coming back for another season. And trust me, I cannot wait for. I cannot wait for. I know you be like, what? I cannot wait for the new season of Monster High to start. I love Monster High. (laughs) Well, we talked a little bit about that. I like Monster High too. I I like the movie. I cannot wait for Frankie and them to come back. I mean, even my grandma, what you doing? Watching Monster High? Which one? Oh, let me turn it on. And sometimes my granddaughter, she might be at home, and I'm home, and we, we talk about, and we watch some TV together, Monster High. And then, uh, of course, she's seen it before me. And grandma said, let me tell you what happened. Leah, I'm hanging out. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> and she would call me, and she would say, grandma, did you watch? Um, I can't think of the other show that we watched. Now, I ain't watched that episode. Okay, I'll be over there Saturday. Make sure you watch it so we can talk about it. And I make sure I watch it so we can talk about it. Right. Um, so I, I, you know, you have a master. I said, I love this little monster that show. I love that little monster little high show down. Cause those girls be getting with their little makeup on and their little <laughs> warmth and stuff. I just love it. And see, I watch, like I said, I watch those with my kids. Like Ellen Gamer Games, that's one of our shows that we watch. We watch The Mass Singer. We're obsessed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've, I've created a whole segment on Fun Free Fridays. As far as the mass Singer goes, that's how obsessed we are. So <laughs> it's it's great content out there for you to watch with your family. And it another really show, really is. It's a lot of show. It really is a new show that's coming out tonight after This Is Us season finale. It's called Council of Dads. Now I definitely want to check this out. Because, again, we're going with the family theme. And, you know, this is us attending this season. So I need something to replace that. <laughs> and Council of Dads is an amazing new twist on uh, children raising, being raised by a community or a village. Right? You know that saying, it takes a village. There's a child. Yes. So... In Council of Dads, the Perry family grows in unexpected ways after a life-changing event as oldest daughter, Louie, and her four siblings, Theo, Charlotte, JJ, and newborn Hope, adjust to the addition of three new dads who agree to help guide and support them and their mother, Robin, through all challenges and triumphs life has to offer as a promise to their father. These men, Anthony, Larry, and Oliver, soon find redemption and purpose in their new roles as backup dads discovering that they need the Perry family as much as the Perry family needs them. And I definitely will be watching. Like I said, it comes on tonight after This Is Us season finale. So make sure okay. you guys check it out. And make sure you guys tell us what you're watching. Maybe we might be interested in checking it out, talking about it right here on the show. That's right. 
All right. Now, when we come back, I'm going to leave you guys for our positive note. All right, Kim, we are wrapped. I'm going to edit this up and <laughs> get this out. Get it out. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll text you when I um, finish. Sure, I'll have receipt. Bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs> We here at Cooking with Positivity love to support those who support us. Be sure to tune in for our Fun Free Friday episode where you can be a Fun Free Friday raffle winner and win fun prizes from my business, Lisa Deshawn's business, as well as some of our sponsors and some Cooking with Positivity merch. Happy listening. Are you guys enjoying this episode and want to be a part of the show? Be sure to like, subscribe, favorite, share, and follow us on all social media platforms that involve cooking with positivity. We can be found on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube under Zykea McCoy. Also on Facebook at Zykea McCoy Inc. Cooking with Positivity, the podcast page as well as Cooking With Positivity listeners and guest connection group. And ZykeaMcCoy.com. So make sure you join this positive movement. We would love to hear your story. Welcome back, guys. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And if you would like to answer our question of the week, it can be found on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, or you can leave us a message right here on Cooking with Positivity or call Cooking with Positivity's phone number and leave us a voice message. We will always get back to you or shout you out on a podcast. And I want to leave you guys with this positive note. When you find yourself blocked in your journey to growth, it's okay to step back and reassess. Now, I hope everybody has a positive day and be sure to tune in tomorrow for some riveting host chat.